Welcome to Across Acoustics, the official podcast of the Acoustical Society of America's Publications Office. On this podcast, we will highlight research from our four publications, the Journal of the Acoustical Society of America, also known as JAZA, JAZA Express Letters, Proceedings of Meetings on Acoustics, also known as POMA, and Acoustics Today. I'm your host, Kat Setzer, Editorial Associate for the ASA. Today we'll be talking to Tragoon Maru about his article, Sound Transmission Loss Improvement Using Additively Manufactured Multimaterial, which appeared in the 46th volume of the Proceedings of Meetings on Acoustics um, and was one of the five winners of the POMA student paper competition for the 182nd meeting of the Acoustical Society of America, which took place this past May in Denver, Colorado. This episode is part of a five-episode series highlighting winners of the POMA student paper competition. So Tragoon, um, congratulations. And thank you for chatting with me today. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing uh, really well. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for being here. First, tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you studying and what do you research? I recently graduated with a PhD in engineering sciences and systems with focus in mechanical engineering and acoustics from the University of Arkansas at Little Rock in May 2022. I'm currently working as a senior research engineer at Intertech in the Human Factors Lab with the Research, Innovation, Safety, and Solutions Engineering Team, acronym DESRISE. At this role, I work as a consulting expert assessing the physical mechanical hazards or risks associated with innovative products that typically do not have standardized testing methods available. Okay, cool. And congratulations on finishing your PhD. That's exciting. Thank you. <laughs> and an accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. So what is additive manufacturing and how is it used in acoustics? Additive manufacturing is the process of creating an object layer by layer. It could refer to any process like molding, but it typically refers to 3D printing. 3D printing can manufacture custom shaped structures inexpensively. One usage is in the fabrication of acoustic metamaterials. Meta is a Greek prefix that means beyond. Hence, a metamaterial is one that goes beyond the characteristics of a naturally occurring material. Ah, okay. Yeah, that terminology makes sense. So your main concern in this article was additive manufacturing to create structures for blocking sound transmission. Can you tell us a bit about what is known about creating noise attenuating structures? Typically, to block sound of a particular frequency, a structure of comparable wavelength dimensions is required. For example, the wavelength of audible lower frequency sound could be several meters in length. Mm. To block such sound, barriers of the size of an outdoor sculpture would be needed. Contrarily, acoustic metamaterials attenuate sound several orders of magnitude smaller than the relevant sonic wavelength. Here, a periodically repeating shape, for example, a cylinder, with stark differences in the material properties between the mediums, causes destructive interference between the several scattered and reflected incident waves. Okay, yeah, that sounds significantly more convenient when you're talking about trying to reduce noise. So what was the goal of your research? So far, majority of the 3D printing noise attenuating structures have been printed in a single material. In one research, the 3D printing process was paused every few layers to manually insert the periodically repeating element, in that case, steel cubes, in the outer 3D printed matrix. 
However, this was not an entirely 3D printed multi-material structure. We wanted to test the concept whether fully 3D printed multi-materials would result in a predictable sound transmission change or not. Thus, a thermoplastic polyurethane TPU cylinder was used as the periodically repeating element and polylactic acid or acrylonitrile butadiene styrene ABS material was used as the outer matrix. Oh, okay. Interesting. So what are the current challenges for creating noise attenuating structures via 3D printing and measuring their noise attenuation? In the literature, solutions to the 3D printing challenges with small surface area specimens around 27 centimeters square and single material 3D printing are widely available. However, solutions to 3D printing large surface area specimens around 200 centimeters square especially with more than one material or multi-material 3D printing, are scarce. Therefore, combining large surface area 3D printing with printing in multi-materials in a single shot was significantly challenging. Next, issues like nozzle clogging, warping, and bed adhesion were prominent. Nozzle clogging occurred due to the long nozzle idle times to provide background to our audience. In our multi-material printing, a dual nozzle 3D printer was used. One nozzle was actively 3D printing in one material, while the other stayed idle until it was called upon to print in the second material. Because long idle times kept this nozzle hot for hours, the filament melted in the nozzle and the nozzle got clogged. Hence, upon activation, this nozzle would not print and the print would fail. The second Mm. issue was warping. Warping over time, especially when printing in ABS, is a known th- problem in the 3D printing community. Because we were p- pursuing multi-material 3D printing, this issue was further magnified in our case due to the very long print times. For example, around 24 to 36 hours per structure. Warping also affected bed adhesion, which means the ability of the 3D printed structure to stay on the surface being printed. Because of the large surface area in our case, the thermoplastic cooling contraction forces were so high that even the build tape would get ripped off from the printing platform. The other challenge was related to the measurement of sound transmission loss or STL. There are two popular ASTM test methods for measuring the sound transmission loss, the ASTM E90 or the reverberation room method, which measures random incidence sound transmission loss. And second, the ASTM E2611 or the impedance tube method, which measures the normal incidence sound transmission loss. Both these methods provided limitations for sound transmission loss measurement in the high frequency range. While we have covered these limitations in detail in a separate publication, for this audience, the high level overview is this. The reverberation room method requires a large room around 50 meter cube in volume that are financially expensive to maintain, and also very large specimen sizes around 2.4 meters in one dimension for testing that are impractical to fabricate via FFF 3D printing. The second method, impedance tube method, when measuring in the high frequency range requires very small specimen sizes, which limits the averaging properties over the cross section. Okay, so it sounds like you had a lot to contend with. Um, How did you solve these problems? In terms of 3D printing fabrication challenges, the nozzle clogging problem was solved by writing a new toolchain script in a .g code script for the inexpensive FlashForge 3D printer. 
the custom tool chain script was required because even a commercial slicing software did not have this feature pre-built. Warping and bed adhesion challenges were addressed by making physical modifications to the 3D printer and finding the ideal 3D printing settings. While general web solutions provided guidelines to some extent, the ideal settings were identified via trail and error by observing print failures over the 24 to 36 hour long print times. In terms of sound transmission loss measurement, instead of a standard reverberation chamber, we designed and built a custom small reverberation chamber of 0.49 meter cube volume, compare that to 50 meter cube volume, to measure the sound transmission loss of small 3D printed specimens around 200 centimeters square at high frequencies. Using this chamber, then, we measured the random incident sound transmission loss of multi-material 3D printed specimens and compared it with the sound transmission losses of the single material counterparts. We gathered more than 4,700 data points experimentally to provide our observations. Oh, wow. So what was the overall effect on sound transmission loss in the 3D printed multi-materials? Overall, all multi-material specimens provided improved noise attenuation compared to their single material counterparts at the targeted frequency. Specifically, a 50% infill PLA plus TPU sample offered a sound transmission loss improvement of around 5.5 dB at 6300 Hz relative to a 50% infill uh, PLA sample of same thickness. The sound transmission mass law states that to increase the sound transmission loss of a structure by just 6 dB, its thickness should be doubled. Therefore, by this law, there is a potential to achieve approximately an 85% reduction in thickness with the employment of a multi-material design. Oh, wow. That would be amazingly helpful. Um, so what's the significance of your findings? The multi-material specimens show the potential to improve sound attenuation at a desired frequency without the expense of addition in thickness. Such structures could be used potentially in any noise mitigation application. Because the structure can be entirely 3D printed, this result can be achieved cost efficiently. Moreover, because our fabrication solutions were applied to a low cost 3D printer, these solutions could benefit a large community of researchers, including hobbyists. Was there anything about your research that you found exciting or interesting or unexpected? The biggest excitement was the concept that the multi-material structures do show improvement uh, than the single material structures. Before diving into this research, we just did not know anything about this, whether they would show any improvement or not. Um, but the fact that when we conducted the research, solved all of these challenges, and we did find uh, results that were positive in this sense, uh, it was very contending and um, satisfying to know that the concept did show some potential um, in terms of improvement of sound transmission loss. Yeah, I agree. That must be very exciting. Like you said, very satisfying. Yeah, It's like, oh, this thing I've been studying actually works. <laughs> or this idea that I had. Yeah. So where do you see your research heading next? The random incident sound transmission loss characterization of multi-material specimens with different infill percentages is one path. Much is yet to be discovered in this direction, which is why this path. In our multi-material structure, while we used a cylinder as the periodically repeating element, any other shape, for example, triangle, square, or the creative imagination of the designer <laughs> could be used instead as well. 
This then could give rise to interesting sound transmission loss phenomena interesting to be observed. Very cool. So thanks again for taking the time to speak with me today about your research. Thank you very much. Yeah. I know I've learned a lot about additive manufacturing and metamaterials from this conversation. It's really cool how 3D printing may be useful for noise reduction. Incredibly useful. I wish you luck in your future research. And of course, once again, congratulations on winning the award for POMA and also for finishing your PhD. Thank you very much. For any students or mentors listening around the time this episode is airing, we're actually holding another student paper competition for the most recent meeting in Nashville. So students, if you presented at the Nashville meeting, now is the time to submit your POMA. We're accepting papers from all of the technical areas represented by the ASA. Not only will you get the respect of your peers, you'll win $300 and perhaps the greatest award of all, the opportunity to appear on this podcast. And even if you don't win, this is a great opportunity to boost your CV or resume with an editor-reviewed proceedings paper. The deadline is January 8th, 2023. We'll include a link uh, to submission information on the show notes for this episode. Thank you for tuning into Across Acoustics. If you'd like to hear more interviews from our authors about their research, please subscribe and find us on your preferred podcast platform.